Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Today, I have an exciting episode with two guest speakers coming on to talk with us. I have Amanda and Jess, and we're going to be diving into astrology, all things about transits and natal charts, okay? So I essentially am having Jess come on so that I can read her transits for her and kind of talk about how her current transits that are happening affect her life. And then Amanda is coming on so that I can do a natal chart reading. It's not super in-depth. This is just the surface. But it's to kind of just show you guys how astrology can affect us and our life path and how we can work with the energy. That's kind of what I have going on. I'm going to first start with Jess on here and then I'll have Amanda. And I'm just overall really excited about this. And I will also leave notes below um, with links for you to book a in-depth natal chart reading or transits reading if you are interested in your own personalized reading for your own natal chart or your own current transits to see how the current energy is affecting you and how you can work with it and all that good stuff. So yeah, let's get into it and I'm really excited. Hello, Jess. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. So excited to be here with you. Awesome. So everybody, Jess, I, this is, we actually met through blogging and we talk like every day ever since. And I love it so much. I swear we were like, we had a past life together or something like that. I always tell people that. (laughs) No question. No question. Seriously though. So I'm really excited to do this. Jess is allowing me to read her transit chart for this podcast episode, which I'm really excited about. I love reading transit charts. She already knows this because I will literally whenever like, I'm like, oh, maybe I should check your transits. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> maybe I should check her transits. So today. Me too. Let me check their chart. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, oh, who are you talking to? Well, let me see if your sinistry chart's good. <laughs> so funny. I'm so embarrassing, but it's fine. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So today I'm just going to start off by reading some of her transits and reading you some of your transits to see if it aligns. And this is just a way for you guys to, you know, know and see how accurate astrology can be sometimes and how you can use it in your own day-to-day life to kind of figure out what energy you might be going through. And it's not to say that you should blame everything on astrology because that's not it, but it's more so a tool to help you better understand why certain things are happening the way they are and how you can use it to kind of for your benefit, in my opinion. hundred percent. Yeah such a great tool to understand what's going on in your life. Exactly. So let's jump into it. Let's. So the first transit that you got going on is Venus conjunct your ascendant. So this actually brings more harmony into your relationships with others. So this is like a time of your life where you may be feeling like you're having really good romantic life. You may be finding this desire to go shopping or get your hair done or focus on like makeup and beauty. There's a charm about you during this transit. You may find that a lot of people are attracted to you during this transit. You may even be finding that you're attracting either. It doesn't even have to be relationships, but it could be like clients or new opportunities to make money, things like that, because that's what Venus rules. Oh, hundred percent. Like my relationship is so just fantastic. Like it's just smooth waters and the interviews are rolling in and the clients are rolling in and just everything is just smooth sailing right now. It's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, everything is so easy. I love that. Honestly, Venus conjunct ascendant transit is so great. And I love when that happens. So then we have Uranus conjunct your natal sun. And this actually started in the end of March of 2021. So think back to that time of your life and when this first started. So this makes you want to express yourself in different ways. A big career change that was somewhat unexpected or a sudden urge to make a career change, new job positions, a huge change of your sense of self, relocation can happen during this transit, which this has been happening since the end of March 2021. And then also just 
tons of life changes suddenly that are for the better, but can usually indicate like difficult relationships with men in your life and people like men in your life start to behave in unexpected ways. And a lot of things that were considered normal and familiar to you completely change and you experience a complete change of what you were once used to. Oh, yikes. Okay. So as you know, I left my abusive ex almost a year. It's a year next month, almost a year from today. Um, it's a year in like, not even quite 10 days. It's like a year and a week from today. And I really had to start planning in about March because that's when things really made a giant terrifying switch. Cause I watched him in a drunken rage, throw one of my dogs against the wall. And I just, that was the moment where I decided things had to change. And I started really chipping away at debt and having to get that credit score up so I could buy a car. Cause he was on my car and like the financial abuse was real and had to make big, scary, terrifying changes. And I moved across the country and, you know, I really made those big, terrifying decisions that had to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I cannot even imagine like what you had to go through during all of that, but that's how crazy astrology can be. It's insane to me to think of like the time. I know we were talking about that before too. Something else had happened. I think it was like, what was it like? Was it like a three year cycle that closed out or something that we yeah, were three year cycle. And then we also, where I had chosen to move when this at all went out, we saw the, um, it was, it's those lines about your geology. Oh yeah. 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 Astrocatography. The line for healing went almost directly through where I went for mm-hmm. the last nine months. And that was where my healing line was. Yeah. That's insane to me. It's so crazy. So the next transit that you're also currently going through is Mars conjunct sun. So you have a strong urge to go after what you want. Mm -hmm. Although your ego may be very heightened during this time, you have an increase in confidence and sometimes energy. It's a great time to start something new, but it can also bring about competitive energy, but it's usually not in a terrible way. It's more so in a good way that makes you want to like push yourself forward, start something new, very initiative energy. Yeah. It's been a time where I have been big on like how much, how much money can I earn? What are the new businesses I can start? How can I set myself up in a way where I never struggle again? Mm -hmm. And what are the strengths that I have? What are the things that I have touched in the past that have really worked out for me? And when I look at revisiting those old businesses, it's been really good. I've gotten support that I didn't realize that I was going to get and in ways that I never thought that I would get. I mean, it's, it's been wild. I decided to open up an old entertainment type company that I used to have. And just the commissioners have been coming out of the woodwork. One of the biggest complaints everyone has is, you know, how do you get costumes and wigs and all of those things? And the commissioners have been there every step of the way. Like, oh, I got you. We'll help you out. Love when the universe provides. Oh, it's been insane how the universe has just provided and propped up and helped out. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that too, I think like when, you know, we say like change for the better, honestly, sometimes change is so scary, but when you just kind of embrace the change and you go with the flow through the change, the universe shows up in unexpected ways to help you through the change. Absolutely. It's all about just like letting go of control and allowing the change to unfold because it is aligning you with better Exactly. It's, it's crazy how, when you stop and actually realize how past things have been sabotaging you and how you really were destined for those things, how it really aligns and all of the pieces kind of put themselves together to really allow you to go down that path properly. It's amazing. I love that. So Now you also have Neptune conjunct moon, which began in the beginning of January. And this actually lasts two to three years. So this is a long transit. This brings an increase of emotional sensitivity. Sometimes you can feel very overwhelmed with emotions. There's a lot of spiritual and psychic insights that happen during this transit. 
You develop a, sem- a deep sense of compassion for others and can even open up more emotionally with others. There can be relocation during this transit, which we saw already happened. You could feel like you have met your soulmate, but you'll have to set boundaries during this transit as you are more susceptible to emotional illusions. But this is a great transit to work on emotional healing. Um, but again, just be mindful of people taking advantage of your kindness. But your imagination is also heightened, which can benefit you. Yeah, I think that's been a big thing for me, too, is um, really learning to see things for what they're supposed to be mm-hmm. instead of that, like should be, but what they are supposed to be yes. and opening, learning to opening yourself up again. So I had that like horrific, abusive relationship and then really honestly seeing the way that you deserve to be loved. Yes, exactly. Yes. Person that would move mountains to, for anything for you. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. That honestly, Neptune conjunct moon, it is such a deep and powerful transformative um, transit, but it can be so overwhelming at the same time because you're Emotions. Everything feels overwhelming. Even yeah. the small things feel overwhelming and not just finding that person that moves, that is willing to move mountains for you, but feels like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They don't make you feel guilty for it. Ugh. Just like, why is that a big deal that I'm willing to move a mountain for you? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why is that anything? Exactly. That feels like the bare minimum that I'm willing to move a mountain for you. Right. Oh, Love that. And you know, when I get further down, there's something else that you're a transit you're going through that I think ties in with that nicely. But you're also going through Jupiter sextile Venus. And this is a shorter transit, but during this transit, it brings in good luck in social opportunities, love, as well as financial gains. You may also find help from specific women in your life. And this is also good for beauty or art-related business opportunities and a great time for focusing on activities and experiences that bring you pleasure. Oh, well, there we go. I mean, I'm starting up, you know, a, another new business mm-hmm. that is very women centric, you know, it's, it's taking a lot of women to make it happen. It's all, I mean, it's very strange because I had this business before and my ex very much kind of chopped it down and belittled it. And, you know, anytime I was struggling, I had an event where I was struggling and he was sitting at home drinking a beer. and I have support. Like I've never had support in that where it's like, okay, what do you need me to learn? What do I need to do? How do I need to help you make it happen? And then also being surrounded by just amazing women in that business who are ready to help make it happen. Absolutely. And you know, that's just something I've never had before. And it means that this is the right time to make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That right there just shows you that it's kind of falling into place. And, you know, you have Venus sextile North node as well, which is very similar to Jupiter sextile Venus. This is where you just attract people in financial opportunities that help you to align with your life path and move in the right direction. And you also learn a lot through your relationships at this time. So you can Easily tap into your creative gifts and strengths during this transit and connect with a significant other. And any mistakes that are made during this time, you'll be able to move through them and learn through them easily. I think that that's something that as creatives, especially we struggle with is seeing our mistakes as not mistakes, but as growth opportunities. Yes. Yes. 100%. I used to struggle with that too. Like, just like if I made a mistake, I'd get so hard on myself. Like, all of a sudden I'm doubting my abilities, feeling like I shouldn't be speaking about a certain topic. Yeah. Well, and that's something we, I think you and I discussed was, you know, when you have clients and virtual, you know, and you're a virtual assistant, there's a certain amount of attrition that is normal. Mm-hmm. And we, you and I both talk about beating ourselves up over that versus this is actually a small amount of attrition versus a high amount of attrition. And this is normal versus this is not normal. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. And I tell people this all the time because I, and we were talking about this the other day, people look at virtual assistants and small business owners like, Oh, so easy to do, you know, must be so great. Like the, there's a lot of stress behind it all and a lot of uncertainties that can keep you up at night. And I think that the whole TikTok phenomenon behind that didn't help any either. 
not at all. They make it seem like it's so easy to do and just buy this really expensive course and you'll be able to do it all so easily and find clients so easily. Yeah. And I think that there's, you know, that misconception versus, you know, the, the people that grind it out that see that the mistakes that anyone makes as a growth opportunity Mm -hmm. from it and you create a business that you are much happier in than the one that you previously had. And every time that you sit and look at, okay, I'm going to, you know, look at new clients. I'm going to look at new things as, okay, what did I learn from the last time I brought on new clients? Mm -hmm. How can I make this a better process for myself? How can I serve my clients better? How can I serve my clients better and serve myself better? Exactly. And that's the kind of mindset you need to have in that kind of industry and that kind of business, because you can't just sit there and beat yourself up over past mistakes. You get nowhere. Absolutely not. You, you absolutely get nowhere with that kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. So you also have Mercury square North node. So this one's a little bit more difficult. This, there's a huge step that you are needing to take that will align you with your destiny but you may be overthinking or talking yourself out of these steps. This transit can bring a lot of overthinking or getting lost or caught up in the details. (laughs) (sighs) I'm the queen of overthinking. Yes. (laughs) I'm so the queen of overthinking. I feel like you get threads of texts of me overthinking everything. I'm here Um, for it because I'm an overthinker. I always overthink everything. And, you know, I, and then when I just make the leap, things just magically happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For those listening. So Jess is a Gemini rising. I'm a Virgo rising, both ruled by Mercury. So our chart chart ruler is Mercury, which is overthinking to the max for sure. (laughs) So I think that's why we get along so well. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, uh, it's so funny because that's, I have to like kind of shove down that self-doubt that overthink And when I do that, just that's when the magic happens. Exactly. And that's all this transit is. It's all about pushing away the overthinking and believing in yourself and taking those next steps that you know you're supposed to take. Yeah, a hundred percent. hundred percent. Love that. And then now I talked about this one with you before, because this is a longer transit Chiron square Mars. This has been happening since the end of April. And during this transit, you are being pushed to build your confidence. Mm -hmm. A lot of conflicts that happen during this transit are triggering unhealed wounds related to confidence. You may easily be be distracted during this transit, chasing dead ends or getting into power struggles with others due to unhealed wounds. And you'll want to really work on healing during this transit and to use past challenges and wounds as a way to learn from the past, which we just mentioned. Yeah. I mean, and I think we've had massive discussions about this. And it's not just been me being triggered by past wounds, but I've watched other people being triggered by their past wounds and really having to be the bigger person watching people get triggered by their, their shit, like pardon my language, but like, I mean, watching people that cling to this control, Mm. this big one. Um, they can't let go and let other people help them. And they can't, um, like today I had to finally had to have a friend finally let go and finally ask for help. He was paying $125 every time he had to go fly out of town to go park his truck at the Mm. airport. And I offered, I was like, Hey, I'm happy to drive you to the airport. I don't mind. Yeah. Don't do it. I'll go back to bed. I don't care. Like some people just struggle so much when it comes to asking other people for help. And a lot of the times it stems back to just never getting the help you needed growing up or the help or when they finally opened up to other people, it bit them in the butt. And he's one of those people that, you know, he got really burned in a past relationship and that, you know, has really made him close up to other people. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm, I'm a pro at taking people to the airport at 6am and then going back to bed afterwards. And then yes. I, will up and I will go do work for my clients and, you know, crank it all out. And it's not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that like one hour of sleep to get up and he lives five minutes away. It's not a big deal, but he felt so guilty about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't feel guilty. You didn't get drunk and scream at me for four hours before <laughs> no, exactly. I do that. For context to anyone listening, that's what my ex used to do. Mm -hmm. And then I used to go take him to the airport 
on no sleep and Mm -hmm. to go help a friend to do that same thing has a much warm, fuzzier feeling. And in my brain, it helps me reframe taking people to the airport. Yeah. I love the way that you look at that. And so I don't mind doing it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's so easy to let our past hold us back. And so, you know, instead to go with the friend with a very similar name to go take him to the airport, to go to work, it, it feels warm and fuzzy instead. And so to kind of help him break up that whole, I don't like asking people for help. It's like, you're helping each other right there. Get over, like overcome a specific wound. Exactly. So unique. Wow. That's crazy. Actually the way that we, that you just framed that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it was such a, it was such a good cathartic thing for me this morning at five 30 in the morning to go pick him up, up the street from my house. That's awesome. And then you were able to go home. Like you said, sleep a little, get back up work. Worked out great. Yeah. Worked out great. So another thing that's really interesting is you have Venus trying MC and MC is your career. So right now this is a shorter transit, but this actually allows you to easily attract opportunities for career growth. You should also find more harmony when it comes to your work as well. And a lot of financial opportunities that are attracted to at this time, possible income increase. Yeah, it's been a really good time. I've had a lot of really amazing um, career options out there. Mm. Um, I just kind of threw my resume out there at jobs that looked interesting. I put myself out there as a virtual assistant and a lot of really great clients have been, you know, thrown back at me. Um, And it's been a really great time for me career-wise recently. And it had been a real struggle prior to that. And I, a lot of self-doubt more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And when I really kind of checked myself and said, you're better than this, it really, it really kind of started growing and exploding and doing great things again. I love that. Yeah. It's crazy how much just a little bit of self-doubt can can change like our experience and how, when we start believing in ourselves and get our confidence back, everything just starts to align again. It's crazy. You know, when you check yourself and you really say, Hey, why are you doubting yourself? It's amazing how that changes everything. Mm -hmm. And I think so, so many times we get so caught up in like the future and in the past, but like we never actually sit there and reflect on how far we've come. Yeah. How much we've over like overcome and where we are now compared to where we were years ago. I mean, even I look at where I was a year and a half ago from where I am right now. And it's, it's just mind blowing to me. And even like seeing you go through the transformation has been like insane too. And that's something I always remind myself of every time I feel down on myself or I feel like I can't do it, or I feel like I can't do this, or I feel like I failed as a person. I remind myself of how much I overcame and I remind myself that I'm standing on my own two feet and that I'm doing it and I'm paying my own bills and I'm doing it all by myself, Mm -hmm. what I've escaped and what I've overcome and everything that I've managed to do mentally, like not just the physical things that I've overcome, but the mental things that I've overcome. Absolutely. Yeah. Because too, I think for a really long time, which I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to this, but like survival mode. Survival mode is a hard thing. And I think I didn't get a lot of the support that I necessarily needed from the people around me. Escaping abuse is a hard thing. And I think it's something that people don't talk about. where people tell you, we'll just get out. We'll just do this. We'll just do that. And it's not that simple. And people don't necessarily hear that or understand that or understand the privilege of just get out. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it's not that easy. And then on the other side, it's like, you're not just magically better realizing how far you've come from that point of surviving and planning your out to actually being out and learning how to survive with the PTSD and the, the fallout of all of that Absolutely. really learning to thrive on the other side of that is hard, but you can do it and that you can really be amazing on the other side. 100%. And I honestly, I'm sure people can relate a lot to that. And I think too, like if you're up for it, maybe like a future episode where we dive more into that because it isn't talked about as much. Totally. Yeah. I think people would definitely benefit from that. And it would be very inspiring to, to just hear how you got yourself out of that situation. I am always down to talk about it. Perfect. 
So the next transit you're going through is your north node. Oh, sorry, not your north node, but the north node is transit your 12th house right now. So you're going through a significant transformation in your self-awareness and understanding of spirituality and how everything and everyone is connected. Through this, you experience a lot of change that pushes you to recognize how you have been holding yourself back or self-sabotaging. Any illusions that you may have missed before begin to come to the surface. It's a powerful time of healing and it allows you to remove those blocks that have been holding you back from fulfilling your purpose. Any karmic codependent relationships are healed during this time, as well as addictive tendencies. You clear out a lot of karma during this transit and become more connected with your intuition and expansion of awareness. Oh, well, I feel like we just covered all of that. Yeah, I was like, that just connects to everything we were just talking about. Insane. And then you have Neptune transit your 10th house. Now, fun fact, Neptune transits a house for 13 to 14 years. So this has been transiting your 10th house since July, 2010. Oh, and it's actually almost out. Um, But during this transit, it brings a lot of confusion to your career goals. You may have a career in mind, but then switch directions or find that it's not what you expected. You'll need to learn how to establish boundaries within your career during this time. So you're not being taken advantage of. You may not be seeing things as clearly when it comes to your career due to Neptune. However, you would do well with careers that are related to art, spirituality, or healing during this time. Creative careers could be something that you are interested in during this transit, and really trusting your intuition and not letting your ego get in the way will be important when it comes to your career goals. (laughs) As I open an events company, it's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. It's so crazy on point too, because I feel like you made a lot of career changes within the past few years. Yeah. And I think necessarily so. I think there's not been the stability in my life to keep a career as much as I needed to. Mm -hmm. And I've had to make a lot of changes to kind of survive, right? That survival mode that we talked about. And I'm finally in a place where I can keep my career the way that I want to keep it. Absolutely. Yeah. So the last transit I'm going to talk about is Pluto transit your eighth house. And this is a time of transformation, going deep within to get to your shadow side and heal from trauma so that you can transform and build emotional connections with others. You are going to be a lot more aware, especially of the self. You learn a lot about yourself and your inner desires during this transit. And it's also all about finding harmony between the dark and the light that is within you, as that will lead you to a powerful transformation for the better. So that kind of sums up overall, like what you've been dealing with. I mean, like everything has been all about dealing with and tackling trauma Mm -hmm. for the past year for me. Yeah. It's heavy, it's intense, but it's so transformative for the better. Yeah. I mean, the person I was a year ago and the person I am now are not the same person. No. And I'm proud of becoming this person. As you should be. I mean, that's not, it's not an easy path. No, not at all. Not at all. But honestly, I I feel like too, you have this powerful message that you're meant to share and your voice is meant to be heard and your words are going to inspire and heal others. Yeah, totally. And I think that, you know, continuing to go down that path is really key. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you dedicating your time to this episode and hopping on here and chatting with me. Of course, my pleasure. Anytime. I hope you found it helpful. Hopefully people listening, you know, found it a little bit helpful and maybe Jess's words were inspiring in some way. And maybe it inspires you to get into your own needle chart and find out more about yourself because it can open up tons of opportunities and alignment, in my opinion. So just before we go, can you just let them know where to follow you? Yeah. If you want to learn more about healing from narcissistic abuse, you can follow me on TikTok at at Jess Dinius, D-I-N-I-U-S. I talk all about it and how to heal from it and dealing with all of the icky dark stuff that you don't necessarily want to talk about with dark humor and a little bit of fun. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jess. We loved having you. And now we're going to jump into chatting with Amanda about her needle chart and what that means for her. 
Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I'm really excited to do this needle chart reading for you. Before we get started, I kind of just wanted you to introduce yourself to everyone and let everybody know where they can follow you on social media. Hi, thank you so much for having me. My name is Amanda. I am 23 years old. I live in Mexico. And you can all follow me at AmandaXROM on all social media. Perfect. Awesome. So I'm really excited to jump into this. So you have mentioned that you have never had a needle chart reading done before. So this is your first time kind of experiencing this. Have you ever looked into astrology before this? Yeah, I've had some sort of um, like interest in astrology, but never have actually just like dive in like deeply into it. Awesome. Yeah. So something that I find that a lot of people think is that we just have our sun sign, right? So like if you were born, like for example, you were born February 22nd, I believe, right? And so that makes you Pisces sun. And so a lot of people, you know, they think that all they have is their sun sign, but there's so much more. We have our sun, our moon, our Mercury, our Mars, our Venus, our rising. So that's kind of what I'm going to go into today to kind of let you know what I saw in your chart and what it kind of tells us about you and possibly the experiences you've been through. So The first thing that I kind of noticed was that you're also a Virgo rising. I'm a Virgo rising as well. (laughs) So I can kind of relate to that. We tend to be like super critical of ourselves, very much in our heads a lot, big overthinkers. I don't know if this is just me or if you can relate to this, but do you find that you are very much an observer? So when you walk into a room, you can kind of read the energy of the room. You kind of like notice everyone. For me, I feel like I'm always observing people whenever I'm like out and about. I can just like pick up on the energy of the room. Is that something? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I also, yeah, every time that I walk into the room, like I can sense like the energies Mm -hmm. and just like know what type of, like what type of thing is going on there. Yeah. So, yeah. And also what you mentioned about being just overthinker and that's, it's, that's me. (laughs) Spot on, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's our, like the downfall of being a Virgo rising, I feel like is just overthinking and being so critical and kind of that perfectionist energy. Like if you want to go after something, it's like, oh, I have to have it perfect before I take that leap. Like I have to have all the steps in line. Everything has to be in order. Otherwise I feel like I'm not good enough to take that leap. I struggled with that a lot personally. Yeah, me too. Especially like when I decided to start my business, like my hustle, it was so hard for me because I wanted to have everything planned out, like the perfect picture, the perfect color of the of brand and, you know, like all the stuff that, that goes behind building a business. And so it was pretty, pretty hard for me to just like get stuff done and take action instead of just plan. I can, I can definitely imagine and relate to that. Do you actually have, cause I feel like a lot of people listening in, you know, they have these dreams of going after their own business and, you know, pursuing their own hobby as a career. Do you have any tips or advice you would give for them when it comes to like not believing in yourself? Yeah. Well, I've done a lot of shadow work mm-hmm. and I've tried to just try to believe more in myself, like doing affirmations every morning and while I'm sleeping. Also like listen to some YouTube ASMR type of of vibe affirmations. And it has been like pretty helpful. And also just like taking action. Like even if you're scared of doing it, just take the action and things are going to start working out. Like we don't have to have everything figured out. Yes, I love that so much. Yes, that is great advice. So when I'm looking at your needle chart more, I've also noticed that your deepest wound or your Chiron in Placidus, because there's different ways that you can read astrology. You have Placidus, you can also do whole signs. So in Placidus, it's in the third house, which is of communication, siblings, neighbors, and even sometimes family members like cousins, aunts, uncles. Do you find that for a really long time you struggled with communication or had like delays and blocks in regards? regards to communication or siblings yeah actually with my family like my cousins and my aunts I I don't have like a good relationship with them I mean I don't even have a great relationship with them because it's just like pretty hard to communicate and just have like the same ideas or same vision about something so we don't get along a lot and also I've 
I've had a lot of trouble like socializing or being more social. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of effort for me to just communicate and actually like start conversations. Like it's 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 hard. Yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely understand that, especially with Chiron in your third house. And then it's interesting that you mentioned that about your family members as well, because in whole signs, Chiron then moves to the fourth house of home and family. So this usually indicates like a lot of emotional wounds surrounded and connected to your family or even the home life early on. And you also have Pluto there too, which is, you know, sometimes power struggles or just a lot of intense energy surrounding your home and family. And with your Chiron being in Sagittarius, this could even be kind of surrounding belief systems, having different beliefs from your family and having to kind of separate yourself from the family in order to go after your own beliefs. Does that resonate at all? Yeah, it actually resonates a lot. Like I've, I just got out of college. So I'm just starting out working out, like working with my business and just starting something. And I want to move out of my house because it's, it's pretty hard to just understand what my parents want for me and what I actually want to do. And it's just, for me, it's kind of, if I want to follow like my passion and my business, I have to get away from the beliefs that my family has about like all the online stuff and all that. So yeah, it's it's been pretty hard because also before uh, the pandemic and all of the, the situation that happened with it, I lived like abroad alone. So it was easier. It was easier for me to just like pursue the things that I wanted to do or just being with the people that I wanted to be. And with my family, it's a little bit harder because they want to like control everything that I do and the things that that I plan or the way that I relate with other people. So yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And you know, it's crazy because I feel like I can relate to that so much. And I wonder if it's because we both have our IC, which is technically like your childhood growing up and how you relate to your family. We both have it in Sagittarius. And so that usually means that your family they tend to have different beliefs than you. I personally struggled with that myself. Whereas like I have different beliefs from my family and I had to kind of go off on my own, do my own thing and not allow, you know, my family's beliefs to affect my own. Do you have any tips for anyone who may be listening, who is also struggling with something like that, that got you to find the confidence outside of your family, even though I'm sure you probably still like love your family and you don't want to like see them upset or whatever, but you want to do what's best for you. Yeah, well, what I what I like to do is just set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's pretty hard when you live with your parents and they want to they want you to do something that you don't actually want to do. So sometimes it's just about talking it over. And I know that not every single parent is like understanding. And sometimes it's hard just to communicate what you actually want. It's just about like keep keep your head up. And even though sometimes it's hard and it gets pretty emotional and you just want to cry (laughs) and get away from home. But it's just about being patient Mm -hmm. and trying to find a way to get out of it. Mm -hmm. But while still you are like being safe and not just like get away because you you just want to get out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Definitely understandable and can relate to that. For sure. Now, what's interesting, though, is that you have Pluto in your third house. So and even though you have Chiron there and you have deep wounds connected to communication, you're actually your biggest transformation in this lifetime is going to be through your communication. So you learn how to communicate your thoughts, your ideas, your feelings in a way where you're no longer hiding yourself. You're finding your authenticity. People find your words really powerful, inspiring, and healing. And you probably are someone who likes to have deep conversations. You don't really like the surface Uh, level conversations. Yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) I'm like that. (laughs) So actually, like, I wanted to start a podcast for for a while now. And I'm I'm thinking about starting one because I've been going through a lot of things and I think that it can be, like, really great content. And, like, when I used to blog when I was 16, I think, um, like, a lot of people used to message me, like, saying what you wrote made me feel more connected to you, like, I felt safe, like, I was not alone. So, you know, like, all all that type of feedback was pretty amazing for me, but I still was so unsure and I I think that I fear success at that point Mm -hmm. because when I realized that a lot of people were like visiting the blog and just commenting and sending me dms and all of that I started to get scared 
mm-hmm. because I was like, what if the people that I know find about it, yeah. you know? So it was like pretty scary just to let it, let it grow the way that it had to. So I just deleted everything. Oh, and no. so for, <laughs> for a few weeks now, I've, I've been thinking about starting again, like creating content and just starting a podcast because I think it's like the easiest way that I can communicate and actually like help people. Because also like my friends tell me that when I give them advice or I, when they are suffering from something and I just tell them that what should, well, not what they should do, but just like advice in general, they feel like they actually are being listened to. Like it's not just like I'm rambling. I love that. I think you definitely should start a podcast. And I honestly do. I feel like words can be so healing and your chart screams that your words could be healing. And the funny thing is, is that your MC, which represents our career, it's in Gemini. And Gemini rules over communication, writing, speaking, even marketing, um, those kinds of topics. So you're meant to do that in this lifetime, speak, communicate, learn about how to share your ideas with other people, write, um, and even marketing topics too could be very intriguing for you. Yeah, actually, I studied finance and accounting in college, but I went abroad to Canada and I studied there for, for a semester, uh, entrepreneurship. And I really like like part of marketing. So I took a certification and now the business that I'm building is about marketing. So Ah, I love that. Yeah, it's a mix between finances because that's what I studied in university and also like marketing. And like, I want to just keep the part of business where it's all about marketing and it's more for creative entrepreneurs and just like building the foundation of a business, like all of that stuff of branding. And also like what you said about the communication on the type of thing that I want to do, like the podcast, but in a more wellness type of way, like more journal. Yes. Kind of, kind of it. I love that. I love that so much. You should definitely go after that. Now, the thing is, is I know that you probably do struggle with putting yourself out there because you have your son square your Chiron. So this shows a lack of confidence at times due to past wounds, possibly related to a father figure because the son sometimes represents the father, but it could also just represent the authoritative parent in your life. And perhaps because you didn't have the support from your family for the things and the ideas that you had or the things that you wanted to pursue, you started to doubt your abilities, doubt yourself a little bit. And when it comes to your life direction. Yeah, actually, like I've struggled a lot with confidence, especially like for the past, I don't know, maybe seven years. Um, It was it was not too much like related to my family. It was more about school school yeah but still like yeah I've been having like a lot of trouble with that you know it's also about just putting myself out there and even though it's scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know that I have to do it if that's what I actually want to to do absolutely absolutely 100% so you have your north node which is our life's mission, what our soul is wanting to learn in this lifetime it's in the 12th house and then that means your south node which is your past life. And now I know this is a belief for a lot of people. So you may not believe in past lives or anything like that, but this is essentially what astrology teaches us. And your self note is in the sixth house. So what this says is that your soul is wanting you to focus inward during this lifetime. In a past life, you were very much of service to other people that you forgot about your own needs. So you probably find yourself feeling guilty, anxious, and even hard on yourself sometimes. You're meant to learn how to connect with the divine in your spirituality and learn how to forgive and learn how to heal so that you can find unconditional love. And you'll learn in this process that we are all one essentially, and this will actually allow you to enjoy life more rather than stress, like trying to control certain aspects of your life and instead just going with the flow. And your soul is wanting you to connect with your higher self and have faith in the universe because you're 
often very worried. You may find that you struggle with anxiety a lot in this lifetime. Um, and some of it could even be tied into a past life that you're still kind of dealing with in this lifetime. But it's more so about letting go of control and learning to go with the flow and trust that the universe has your back and that everything is going to work out in your favor and kind of do that inner work, that healing, which you kind of mentioned with the shadow work that you've been doing. So yeah, I don't know if that relates to you at all. Yeah, also a lot. <laughs> like I I used to uh, struggle a lot with anxiety when I was in high school because there was like a lot of pressure on school specifically, like all, all the subjects that I had to take. So it was pretty hard to keep like my mental health in, in a good way and also grades, like social life, everything like was way too complicated for me. And, and it wasn't until recently that I started to work on my anxiety that it started to slow down a little bit. But definitely I have a lot of problem with forgiving myself. Like if I make a mistake, it gets mm-hmm. pretty hard for me just to accept it and move forward. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I just get too shocked. I'm thinking on it over and over and over and over again. And like I had to, le- I have to learn that it's okay to make mistakes and that I have to forgive myself and just keep moving forward. But sometimes it's like pretty hard because when I am trying like to work on it, my anxiety hits. So like it gets mixed up and I just can't actually focus on moving forward. Instead, I just go backwards. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And that's really hard. It's hard to work through anxiety. It's hard to work through our stresses of our life. And yeah, I I know a lot of people that, you know, allow their grades to determine their worth. That's something that I think a lot of people listening can relate to and probably have struggled with as well. So yeah, I definitely, definitely understand that. And you have Gemini Moon. So this actually is, again, with Gemini moon and a Virgo rising, that's a lot of anxiety because that's a lot of constantly thinking. Your mind is probably constantly filled with a lot of thoughts um, and just it can be overwhelming at times. And your moon is in the ninth house. So you actually may find emotionally that you connect with wanting to travel and move away from the current situation that you're in at all times. So like if you feel like your surroundings aren't supporting you, you're quickly wanting to move away from that surrounding onto another surrounding. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, completely. Yeah. So it's funny because my brother actually has Gemini moon in the ninth house. I know he can relate a lot to that, just needing a supporting surrounding environment. And when you don't feel supported in the environment that you're in, you get a little bit restless and it's like, oh, time to go on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like I struggle a lot with that as well because I prefer to be alone Mm -hmm. because I, I don't know, sometimes like the support that we seek from other people and they don't give it to us. Mm-hmm. Like we just find it within ourselves. And I think that that's the reason why I like to live alone. Mm-hmm. And when I was, while I was living abroad in Canada, I have pretty amazing roommates. And it was just like, a, I could feel a shift in the energy that I was like having. And also I started to trust a little bit more in myself and just having a little bit more of trust on, on doing more things, like not just staying in my room or not going out the way that I do when I'm home. Like, yeah. I think that that's the difference that I've, that I've seen when I live alone versus when I live at home with my parents. Yeah, definitely. Definitely understandable. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that you probably haven't looked into this much, but there's a thing called, I think it's called astrocartography, where you can look on a map and astrologically, it will tell you the best places for you to live. And it will also tell you what your current situation or current environment that you're in now, the kind of energy there. Would you want me to look it up real quick? Yeah, sure. That would be amazing. Yeah, also, like, I've always told to my parents that I want to live abroad. Like, I don't want to live in Mexico because I've, like, I like to travel and I've gone to, like, several places. So every single time that I'm home, I just want to go away again. I don't blame you for that, especially with your IC in Sagittarius. I feel like for us with our IC in Sagittarius, home is through travel. Like it's kind of hard for us to find or make sense of what feels like home. Yeah. And it's like find home through traveling and breaking free from like our family home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Totally. So that's, that's so funny. 
All right, so for where you are currently, it says here you can achieve clarity and understanding in all your partner relations. You are more open about your needs and expectations without being led astray by your emotions or unconscious drives. People listen to you and are cooperative and helpful with your current plans or projects. This line provides a good basis for contracts and for teamwork and joint efforts, representatives, trades, people, speakers, and journalists can make excellent contact to their clients and the general public. Your work benefits from a well-functioning communications network. So this encourages, this energy encourages greater objectivity and increased perception. When used properly, these qualities make everything you do more effective and form a solid base for your many connections. So in this energy where you are right now, it's actually really good for you to network socially, especially for like communication jobs. If you want to use your voice, public speaking, things like that. And then you said you had a good time in Canada, right? Yeah. So let's check out Canada. This place is ideal for retreat and introspection. If you decide to end a relationship, then this combination will assist your efforts. This is a sober place where whose advantage is in its remoteness. Communication with other people is marked by sincerity. Individuals are likely to keep their privacy and responsibility and duty range before amusement. You might have few friends, but those who you do have as friends here are very dependable. The attitude to life is down to earth and serious, and at times you might feel older than you actually are. On the other hand, here you will be able to develop the maturity and calmness to accept the things that you cannot change. That's so interesting. I don't know if either of those resonated at all, but it sounds like Canada is a place for like introspection and to kind of get away from like the chaos of life. And find inner peace, calmness, and reliable friends. Yeah, actually, I relate to that. Like, I feel that the friendships that I made there are pretty solid right now. Like, even though we don't see each other at all, (laughs) we still chat sometimes. And we still have, like, a pretty great time when we do some calls or just gather online. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Astrology is, astrology can be really cool. It can be really interesting. It can tell you a lot. And what I told you today is just a very brief insight into it because there's so much that we would probably be here forever if I went over everything. (laughs) Yeah. But I do want to say that I really am appreciative that you came on and allowed me to do this for you and that you were willing to just chat with us all. It really is appreciated. Um, Before you go, if you want to just tell them one last time where they can check you out and follow you. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. You can find me at Amanda XROM. And I think that I'm going to follow through with the podcast. So that will be at Whatever Flows Podcast on Instagram. I love that. Oh, awesome. All right, Amanda. So thank you again. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.